Welcome to the Registered Investment Advisor Podcast, where financial services marketing expert Seth Green interviews experts, executives, and top producers to share can't-miss tips on how they successfully manage their financial service firms, grow their businesses, create great relationships, and influence the industry. And now, here's your host, Seth Green. Welcome to the RAA Podcast. This is your host, Seth Green. Today, I've got the good fortune to be interviewing Paul Himmelstein from Himmelstein Financial Services. Paul, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you. All right, let's go back in time a little bit. You've been in the business a long time. How'd you get started? Uh, I started as a way of getting out of the job I had. My first job out of college was working for Gimbel's in New York, and I hated retailing. And I came home to Baltimore one day, and my father had fixed me up with an interview. And I hated retailing so bad that I wanted to get out. And uh, it was good to add because the, the store went bankrupt, Gimbel's. And um, I fell in love with once I was introduced to it and uh, started as a debit agent in Baltimore, Maryland with Prudential. Oh, my goodness. So obviously, you've had a long career um, and the long journey could probably be in a book somewhere. Talk a little bit about some of the changes in the marketplace, especially that you've seen recently. Well, the biggest change in the last five to 10 years has been companies figuring out that uh, people will leave them or will sell their their business, meaning that if they have an old term policy or this or that. And most of the industry has focused on what's called lapse supported. But now all of a sudden, people, when you have a, a policy or anything, it actually has value. That's one thing. The whole tax laws have changed all around from 2018 and also 2020, and these tax laws have changed so much that if somebody is not introspective and going looking, they're they're cheating themselves. And some of these are revolutionary type of uh, changes that uh, are just completely about face from what was before. Well, let's talk about that. Um, Obviously, the most recent act has been the Secure Act 1 and 2. Um, Why is it so harmful to people who've accumulated money in their like retirement plans, such as an IRA, SEP, 403B, or profit sharing? So there's two parts of the SECURE Act that should concern every single senior. And the first part is there's no more stretch IRAs. Used to be that you take you and your son or your daughter and you could amortize your income and taxation over both your lifetimes. No more. As a non-spouse beneficiary, anybody inheriting IRA money or qualified money, and that could be the form of 403B, 457, 401k, pension plan, et cetera, even Roth IRA, that beneficiary must exhaust that account within 10 years. So what it's taken away is the all the multi-generational aspects of anybody's qualified plans. So a lot of people say, well, I'll just leave it to my spouse. But they don't realize that when they leave it to the spouse, they, first of all, when the spouse, when it goes from a two-income taxpayer system to one, when the person is alone uh, after, after death, their tax rate, their marginal tax bracket go up almost 100% the marginal tax bracket. And they have less write-offs and uh, less exemptions. 
So he's sticking it to your spouse that might be actually doing that, sticking it to him. And people say, well, I, I'll give the kid to my kids. And your gift can be their 10-year tax curse. The second part of the SECURE Act that was sold to us as a benefit, so not everybody's paying attention, is they raised the RMD age or requirement distribution age to age 72. And a lot of people are clapping, thinking that's the greatest. But what does that do? It's like having, it means that you will accelerate your amortization once you get to that age 72. And when I say amortization, that means your distribution. So it's basically setting people up to be in a higher tax bracket later when they have less deductions, exemptions, et cetera, when they need it the most. So that is a real problem of doing that. So we have solutions for these problems with the SECURE Act. Now, talking about that age in the RMD, it's in SECURE Act 2 that has already passed the House that they're raising the RMD age to age 75. Now, this is like having a 40-year amortized mortgage versus a 20-year amortized mortgage. On a 40-year amortized mortgage, yes, your payment is substantially less. However, over time, you'll pay substantially more. Same with amortizing or RMDing your particular qualified plan. The longer you wait to do it, the faster it's got to accelerate and the more you have to take. So you're just creating potential tax liabilities for yourself later. So it sounds like the government needs our money. Uh, What's the significance of all of that? The significance is that whatever you plan to have, your IRA, 401k, 403b, 457, or whatever for retirement, the significance is the old rules do not work. RMD does not work because there's too much risk upon uh, the, the client either leaving the earth too early or needing care. So the risk of RMD and getting all your money out is very rare. And once again, your gift can be the 10-year tax curse of the beneficiaries. So there are solutions to this. And some of the solutions include, we came out with the Protected IRA Plus program. Now the Protected IRA Plus program has three components in it. It has a distribution component because we've got to get it out of the plan. It also has a protection component because we've got to protect against the terrible dilemmas that puts families in when somebody either leaves this earth or needs care. It also, protected IRA, converts your taxable money into tax-free money now and tax-free death benefits. So we have created three different standard versions for most people. There's some people that reach this age that are most concerned about running out of money before they run out of breath, or they want the income for a certain period of time. There's some people that realize that the potential risk of either dying too soon or needing care will just make that uh, qualified plan disappear. And so we protect that. And then there's other people that wake up at retirement age that realize that they have nothing coming in tax-free that keeps up with inflation. So we have a different version for that. Of course, we have variations of all. So once again, our program, and it's not one product or one, it's a financial solution, has different ways for different people who have different wants, desires, and needs. Who is the Protected IRA Plus intended for? 
It's intended for anybody that's accumulated any money in their retirement accounts. And that can include nonprofit employees. I mean, people that work for municipalities, governments, hospitals, et cetera, or, or even companies that also had a defined benefit pension plan in the past, the government. And so it's meant for everybody because anybody that has uh, qualified money, and if they had, and what I'm saying, IRAs, 403Bs, 457s, 401Ks, profit sharing, SEPs, et cetera, and Roth IRAs, you need to look at your beneficiary designations and what you really want to do with that money, because that money can become everybody else's money or the government's money if you don't do things right. Well, we certainly don't want that. We want to keep as much of our money as we can. What are the components of the PIP or the Protected IRA Plus? Once again, there are three main components of the Protected IRA Plus program. Uh, the first component is distribution. So we design or, or check out all the different ways of distributing the money over a reasonable time. Of course, we don't want to bankrupt the client with taxes, but also we have to get it out. It also has a protection component. We've got to protect the client and the family from either leaving this earth before life expectancy or needing some care. And then, of course, it has a tax-free accumulation and distribution, depending upon for those people that either want income or don't want to leave a taxable amount back, back to their heirs at the worst time. And then if one is about ready, a lot of our RIAs serve clients nearing retirement. Um, what other planning should they do? The very first thing they should do is review all their beneficiaries on everything, their IRAs, everything else. They should take inventory. Now, the most important thing is to figure out taxation and streams of income. Everybody wants to know how they're going to live off income. And so these are the most important things. And then also, more important than anything is to put down what are your wants and desires because your plan could be different than the next person's plan. The next person could want this. And everybody has different ideas of what they want to do. They work so hard to build up this money over their lifetime. It's a shame to leave it to those that they, that would happen. Now, RIAs and brokers should really pay attention. And a lot of people say, well, I don't want to upset my fees. But the problem is, is that most people don't realize that the biggest killer of your book is your clients dying. And the second biggest killer of your book is uh, your, your people needing care. And the third is you not talking about that with your clients and their beneficiaries realizing you're not providing enough value and leave you. So here is a, a chance to protect and perpetuate your book and get paid at the same time. Well, that obviously protect and get paid sounds great. Um, what is the American default strategy when one's talking about this qualified retirement money? Well, in the past, everybody's heard of the 60-40 rule. You know, uh, you put 40% in bonds and 60% in equities. doesn't work. As everybody has seen this year, the bond returns have gotten decimated because the principal is down because nobody wants your 2 or 3% bonds when they're offering 5 and 6 and 7% bonds. So they got to sell at a discount. And now a lot of people lost a lot of money in the stock market this past year and will continue to lose money in the market. So it's very important to figure out what kind of some type of guaranteed returns that you have in part of your portfolio, because you got this is what you meant to retire on. And that's what you need it for. So you have to do things like that. You have to look at all these things and put it together, and especially the tax perspectives. And then you got to say, what if? You know, everything is a what if. What if this happens? What if my spouse 
predeceased me? What if my spouse divorces me? What if my children need this? What if uh, I want to uh, go and buy a second home? All these things are put in together, but these are your choices and we can prepare. So once again, the RIA should make sure that they control this because if they don't control this, they could be losing their clients faster than they could imagine. It's very hard to get clients today. How did you arrive at the solution to the problem? How'd you come up with it? I started doing, uh, looking at some tax things and reading about it. And it, it just hit me in the face. And the reason I come up with ideas is so that other people can run on them. And I, I said, it's, and I watched and listened to how many uh, advisors and RIAs talk to their clients and are talking some of the wrong ways. Another thing with that American default strategy, these products that, you know, these mutual funds that are uh, target date funds are ruining some of our clients because once again, the bonds are uh, prices of uh, decimated, you know, with the higher interest rates and the equities aren't there. So there is, it just doesn't work. And there are other new answers in the industry that can give people guaranteed income or income that they can participate in the market, but they got to get income. So the, the moral of, the, uh, of this whole story is don't let it go away from you, your qualified money. Do something proactively and plan to keep it for you and your family because that's what it was meant for instead of the government or the long-term care institutions. Well, you're obviously very passionate about the topic. What do you like most about what you're doing? I like most because it's win-win for everybody. It's win for the client because they feel protected. They're getting their income. And the worry, part of that worry, there's so many other worries. It's great. I love it because you also do very well in the income part from it. And it's not one product, one thing for everybody. So it's not boring. It's not square peg, square hole. Um, They are specifically designed for that particular client. So it's interesting. It's different. And it's different from everybody else. And it's also very, very lucrative because it is not a one product sale. And here you are. Hi, goodbye. I bought long-term care. I bought life or I bought this or I bought annuity. No, it is a combination. It's It's actually planning. It differentiates one from all the other providers out there, all the other advisors, because they don't talk about the things. They don't talk about asset application amongst taxes. They don't talk about diversifying your income. They don't talk about protecting it. That's why. Absolutely. Well, we greatly appreciate your passion and what you've created. Um, how has, in the industry, when you've shown the Protected IRA Plus program to other advisors and RAAs, what has the reception been? The reception is great for those that can understand Uh the problem that I have found is a lot of people know and recognize the problem, but they don't know, they don't have a go-to what to do with it. And because of that, I find that a lot of advisors and RIAs are afraid to talk to their clients about it because they're afraid that their clients might ask them a question they can't answer. In addition, to really do the right job, it takes a lot of time to do the research because to come out with just a two-page summary requires you to shop the distribution vehicles, to require to shop the, uh, the protection vehicles, to put it all together. It is very time consuming. And, you know, uh, we are 
we, we're not specific a specific company or anything. We're agnostic towards the company. So to do the best job to be able to put in front of the lawyer or accountant or attorney or anybody or the beneficiaries, you have to do backup work. And that backup work takes tremendous amount of time. And then also putting a presentation together takes time. So I love it because it really differentiates our firm from the others. And uh, even if somebody was to try and copy it, they can't copy it because there's one is I have a trademark, but there's also so many different variations. I mean, in the last week, I've done five different plans that had five different uh, wants and desires of the clients and different needs. So I like it. Well, we greatly appreciate your time. We know you're incredibly busy and we appreciate you sharing some of it with us. For our folks who are watching and listening and want to learn more about the Protected IRA Plus program, what is the best way for them to learn more and get in touch with you? Well, I do have a website called, uh, just for this, protectediraplus.com, www.protected, that's plural, iraplus.com. That's the first way to do it. Second way is I'm available if you ever want to call me, 860-761-1216. And my email address is paul at Himmelstein Financial. Himmelstein is spelled H-I-M-M-E-L-S-T-E-I-N, financial, F-I-N-A-N-C-I-A-L.com. And I, I welcome any calls and concerns or anything like that. Thank you. All right. Well, this has been Seth Green with Paul Himmelstein from ProtectedIRAplus.com. Paul, thank you so much again for joining us. Thank you, everybody, for watching or listening. We will talk to you or see you next time. Thank you.